Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Perrin. I got my mouth full, so someone else can talk. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm genius. <laughs> I'm I'm Phil. It's a verb. <laughs> I is it? Yeah. You can fill things. Very true. <laughs> I've been filled. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's keep going down this road and see where it leads us. Crazy, yes. I wouldn't know what you mean. That is probably something you want to My name's Cedius now with Unfull Mouth. This is an improved version of me. Unfilled Mouth? Unfilled Mouth, yes. So we're doing that whole scotch tasting thing, which requires scotch to be in our glasses, Dave. Well, our guest disappeared. Oh, you can't, you oh can't see him. Sorry, but, I'm just trying to... But he's gone. He's really no more effective than my daughter. <laughs> About, you know, close your eyes. And then she'll crawl under the blanket and be like, oh, where did she go? Uh, he's and, behind me. I can't yeah, see him. No, the, the best part so, is yeah, after, after we, air quote, found her, she's like, why, why didn't you see me? <laughs> like... <laughs> You, you know kids are like, adults are the stupidest damn people ever. You know, as an adult, I often think the same My opinion hasn't changed. <laughs> Maybe if I close my eyes, they won't see me. Yep. Ooh. Well, so this is, um... Perrin brought this. Perrin, would you like to talk about it? Well, this is an 18-year-old Cal Isla. Um, it is a Montgomery's bottling. So... I know it's not technically off-label is not what you call it. It's a, but, it's but a, it's a, a they they will buy up stocks, independent bottler. independent bottler. But I always think of it as off-label just because it's not the distilleries, and they will buy up um, uh, booze that, that for whatever reason is not available. This one is a single cask. Cask three thousand seventy-three, and uh, um. They're, it's a series. They have so far. We did a Ben Nevis from them that was quite tasty. So I thought I'd bring this and we'd see what we thought. I am not even smelling the glass, and I can tell you that this is a very smoky scotch. Yeah, like the smoke has just yeah. permeated the room. It, it, it is a very pale, it's a very yeah. pale straw. It is gorgeous in every oh, way. I'm I'm more optimistic. I yeah, this is this goes. <laughs> someone has this. There's a small. Peat fire burning in the. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, this is beautiful to smell. I am. The nice thing is, most of the um, peat smoke smells are supported by the scotches. Very Whereas frequently, the, yeah. The amazing noses of the the Highlands and whatever Space. space sides are are sadly like. This smells amazing. And oh. oh. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it, really it, a reflection on the people who make them, isn't it? We made ourselves a Cooper. strong, smoky scotch. Somewhere there's we a podcast in Scotland who <laughs> hates us. Boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it> fucks! <laughs> um, I'm not getting. Let me see. No, it's a very strong charred wood smoke smell, and that's um, that's really okay. And I'm not just doing this to fuck with you. I'm actually getting a very faint apple. I, I won't lie. I'm getting kind of a tart one. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Granny getting Smith? Smith. I'd go there. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Throw up the horns, motherfucker! <laughs> you are now Johnny Appleseed! 
<laughs> so, 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 so next time we so, so we're kind of Apple Dave, and I'm looking forward to this opportunity. I'm getting charred human bone. So, uh, yes. well, yeah. So, so the very, so the very metal smell. Now, now, now that's a smell you don't forget. <laughs> now the question is, is what experience does Philip have, other than writing some detective stories that I've heard about? Well, you know, some people like to do their research. <laughs> I, I've seen Castle. <laughs> All right, this is, is heavenly. Wow. This, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, Perrin, you have to die. I'm taking this fucking pill. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> That's... I've lost a lot of friends this one. <laughs> you can be another. My, my, my wife loves smoky scotches, and she has to try this. That is what I concluded. This, this, this is, is, is drinking liquid smoke. Where, where did you get this? I got this at, um... Ah, oh, shit. They emptied out their scotchery in... Falcon Heights. Um, they're the one on Broadway. Um, Mervin, Merwin's. Merwin's. Okay. Yeah, it's a Merwin. Okay. And from what I understand, they have these in the back. Not, All right. Not from a secretive point of view. Right, right, right. But they just, they emptied, basically, they had a, a, the Merwin's in, on Broadway and Merwin's in Falcon Heights. Falcon Heights had a really nice scotch selection, and they closed it. I mean, not the store, but the scotch went down to, like, your, your, your basic shit. basic sure, sure. law, and they took everything that was the not cool. and put it over at the other Merwins, which has a really nice Scotch selection. Yeah, I, I've been to the other Merwins. We've we picked up a couple of things from the show there. Uh, the, the one on Lindale? No, it's well, it's um, it's on Broadway. Uh, it might be it's Broadway Fourth. Broadway something, Lindale. Something. No, it's no. not Lindale. It's, if you if you head off ninety four on the Broadway, on the Broadway, it's Lindale. Okay, <laughs> I, I I know this because Fine. I, it's on Broadway. Yeah, that's all. all I, right. <laughs> so what's whereas the I think of it as on Lindale because I used to drive up uh, Lindale from <laughs> when I lived on Lindale. I used to just go straight north. So uh, what's what's the name of this again? Merwin's for the Merwin's? For of the of the alcohol. Or yeah, the the, store? no, the thing that we're drinking. Oh, oh, no, this Cal- is uh, Cal- Montgomery's Calila. Ila. Ila. And Montgomery's and, and our Montgomery's is an, inde- is an independent bottler, so they bottled it, and they got the cask from Kalila. Kalila is a distiller. Awesome. So. And you, they're, they're, they make their thing by, you know, the, because Kalila needs a certain volume of alcohol to make a bottling, mm-hmm. and while they will often take older casks and add them to a younger mix. Um, they will end up with uh, some odd odds odd and ends, yeah. and and they're more than happy to sell it to somebody who will sell it as is. Yeah, and this is this is pretty phenomenal. I am feeling quite glowing about. Uh, I am glowing about what is happening on the inside of my mouth right now. Yeah, this is just fantastic. I mean, there's no. There's no complexity here. No, it's smoke and peat and <laughs> in, in, the, in the the body, I get I get a lot of peat with a lighter smoke. Yeah, but the, I mean the nose is all smoke, and there's a faint peppery um, on the very very end of the finish. There's a little pepper. Uh, the smoke comes back over the peat. I would say. Mm, yeah, but but I mean, in in perspective, it's still smoke and peat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and it, it makes no bones. It's it's not complex. It's not subtle, but it's it's nice. I get the apple at the just the the, the front of the finish. Yeah. My my problem is it has a burn that hits me up front really hard that kind of throws mm. the whole rest of it off, and I, I don't really get no, a burn. I, I didn't either. I mean, I got a, a warm going down, but I it doesn't feel burny to me. Yeah, see, this, I, one, this one's not nearly as smooth as the ones we had uh, a couple weeks ago. No, I, oh, I, 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 got, I, would... I got the burn, but I enjoyed the burn. So that was the... I. I am inclined towards bringing I wonder if your so. glass was... <laughs> no. It was dry. Huh? I'm going to kiss this Is with water just a again? little bit less? of water. I'm going to try to do less than I normally yeah, do. I, uh, yeah, I really don't want to ruin it. It feels pretty sinful to put water in this. Right. I'm not going to lie. That's why we do what we do. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying at, at, at the outset, I think I am probably going to be the Russian judge on this one because. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're not singing its praises, so you're you're automatically wrong. Well, I'm still getting a, a smoke, but it is definitely uh, mm. a diminished. I was really careful with my water, so I'm still getting it. Yeah, diminished 7th or diminished ninth because. <laughs> no, um, I I still I, I, did, I did not go pass the true stone please I did not go true stone coffee fresh roast cool beans I did not go heavy on the water but I was not I figured if you're going really light I'll go normal I did, light side I did, of a, normal. Half, I did a half a cup I'm a sip so, so. Oh. Um, I'm still getting a, a nice smoke. I'm on my first playthrough of Kotor oh, kicking I, you I'm so kicking you. Um, so, so for me, uh, I'm not getting the smoke repeat anymore. It's just astringent. I'm getting a little bit of astringent, but I'm still feeling the the smoke. Maybe there's a touch of smoke behind, but the astringent got really high for me, and that's after a reset. The water has dramatically reduced the pleasure that the drink gives me. I get. <laughs> I'm definitely getting the astringent more, but it, it is it's mingled in with the peat. Uh, which didn't really go away. It got muted a little bit by the... For me, the oakiness came came more... I get that on the finish a mm-hmm. lot. And the finish, actually, I feel like became smoother. Where it was just mm. like a nice, smooth oak going down. I, I, I will see your finish being oaky and tasty. I'm still getting some burn. And the palate is doing nothing for me. Hmm. Hmm. Which is disappointing. It, it, it's, it's sad. The only Kalila I've liked is the twelve year, the base twelve year. Hmm. The uh, this is this is one that is a winter for me, definitely a winter scotch. You know, this is this is what you, you uh, uh, sit while you're, you know, shaking off the cold, and you drink this smoky, fiery peat. I am going to step in for every ignorant listener and ask the distinction. Between a summer and winter scotch, there is no technical distinction. No, for, for, uh, no, no. I get that. I get. I'm not, I'm not asking for a scientific answer. Okay. I'm just no. For us, winter <laughs> is cooler <laughs> colors. And, <laughs> so winter is going gonna to be something that you that you would feel like you would want to drink around a campfire, mm-hmm. or, or, or like, with the with your face. Mm-hmm. Kind of getting the cold wind in your right. face while you're wearing a heavy jacket, yeah. crunching in the snow, and drinking out of a flask, or these kinds of things where you're like, it's more of a hearty, um, stronger 
uh, often the the peatier, smokier. Yeah. So smoky, you're going to find like winter. a floral. Is, yeah, like so something, a floral. Some, something more warming going down is also likely to be a little bit more so of a, of a burn fall is winter. good for winter. Yeah, not necessarily burn warming. Burn okay. burn is more of a above the throat. Uh-huh. Warming is more of a past the throat. Okay. If you could picture yourself, the, the, for me, if I if I get a strong seasonal feel to it, mm-hmm. it's if I can picture myself sitting. Drinking this in a at a picnic in a large or, reclining <laughs> chair with a campfire and uh, the, uh, a fire in the hall and a reading a dog book. So I like how you how you can. <laughs> so so if you can visualize drinking it in the middle of summer, then you want to be drinking it in the middle of winter. Is that the correct? No, you can visualize drinking it in the summer. You want to drink it in the summer. You know, okay. Visualize. So what, what do I want to drink in the summer if I want warming, like flowery, and, and no, no, lighter, light, light and f- you okay. tend to drink more, more That's light, sweeter, mm-hmm. um, okay, flowerier, uh, just just more because effervescent, effort, yeah, that yeah. effervescent single malt scotch of forty percent. <laughs> We've had those. Yes, yes, we have. <laughs> and you know, there's nothing wrong with saying I like a good Laphroaig. I'm going to have a Laphroaig even though it's the middle of summer. <laughs> right. And, and let me be clear: I'm someone who's never fully understood things like pairing. Oh. I mean, like you know, I like red wine, and I like it whether I'm eating it with red meat, or, fish, or you know, a, yeah, a eggplant like, on your head, or never whatever the hell. Quite made sense to no, me. That the, I'm supposed the, to. the only, the only, I, I had a friend who was an actual wine. Um, I mean, he really knew wines. Yeah, yeah. And he, the advice he gave me was, one, drink whatever the hell you like. Mm-hmm. There's nothing magical about a more expensive bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. If what you like is expensive, then it's expensive. If what you like is cheap, it's cheap. Mm-hmm. And then you should be happy. Yeah. And the other, thing, <laughs> the, the other thing was, and this is to your point of pairings, drink what tastes good together. And most of the time for pairings, it's if you're drinking... A wine that is very light wine with a very strong meal, mm-hmm. you're not going to taste the wine. And if you're drinking a really powerful wine with something that's a very delicate flavor, you're going to overwhelm the flavor of the food. Right. And so, like, I love scotches and and ports and things like that. But most scotches are too much to drink during the meal because they're just going to like overwhelm the taste of whatever it is you're eating. Right. Um, if you're eating something that's that's got any delicacy, if you're eating, I don't know. Um, I would uh, love to have a scotch with with a filet mignon. Yeah, yeah. that is scotch and. I mean, let, let me be clear. I love scotch and I love filet mignon, and there's no combination I, of that with anything else that I would object to. <laughs> you, you would be like, I'm not eating this. It's inappropriate. <laughs> no, it, I mean, I, but I believe you that it's amazing. It's, <laughs> it's really good. I mean, you can you can have you could have one like this, or you could have one like we had two weeks ago, and still be fairly happy with. The, yeah, yeah, but yeah. picture, but picture having this with like a, um, a a nice white fish. You know, something that's not particularly flavorful. Whatever, whenever you have the flavors of this in your mouth, you're not going to taste whatever fish you're eating. Mm-hmm. That's that's to me the only point of pairing is right. don't don't drink something 
that's going to destroy it or, your, the, the enjoyment of the food. Or you know? yeah, or eat something where you're you may as well drink water because you can't taste the the thing that you paid money to drink. No, I, I have gotten it a couple of times, like with uh, dramatic stuff like chocolate and Guinness, or with uh, of things that mm-hmm. your mouth just explodes when you. And see, this, this, this is why I think the traditional thing of, of, you know, you drink brandy after the meal, because one, it's generally sweeter, but I mean, it's yeah. also... Uh, or port. Mm-hmm. Because it, you don't want to, to have that with the meal because you're not going to enjoy it nearly as much. So I, I myself have generally ate water with the meal scotch afterwards. Uh, however, I, I do, uh, every once in a while, like to indulge in a good smoky scotch with a good steak. I, uh, I just must reflect on the fact that Somewhere in the world, there is a starving child who stumbles across this podcast and is listening to Incest. our discussion of pairing these incredibly opulent. Like, <laughs> Excuse me, while I have my $150 bottle of scotch with my $40 steak. Yeah. Or Montgomery's Rare Select Malt Scotch Whiskey. Isla, 23, distilled 23 February 1996 by a small red-headed child. <laughs> Bottle number 111. Bottled July 2014. Cask number 3073. Aged Cowl Isla. Aged in oak cask for 18 years. Alcohol, 46%. No chill filtration. Coolering free. It's got that funny European spelling. <laughs> Montgomery's have selected the very finest single casks of malt scotch whiskeys to be bottled for the delight of the connoisseur. <laughs> Isla is an island off the southwestern coast of, Sco- coast of Scotland, and its distilleries produce some of the most weighty, pungent, and heavily peated malt whiskeys. Isla malts take their characteristics from both the peat used to dry the barley, and from the closeness to the sea. These factors typically imbue the malts with a distinctive seaweedy, medicinal, and peaty flavor. <laughs> Their funny spelling. Mm-hmm. The end. Welcome to Europe. <laughs> I, I love uh, how poetic these tend to get <laughs> oh we haven't even yeah, we, no, there are some that come no, with a is... book I'm not kidding no, like it, a hard bound book in the bottle 1835 somebody or other found a river brook tripped over the founding stone something did the thing and opened the distillery in the king's name our rare <laughs> copper casks with their funny squiggly shape has forever <laughs> produced the most memorable scotch we've written about in our company. So, so what is it about the drunk's affiliation to poetry? There seems to be a real... Because to it's them... It's not random. To enjoy <laughs> poetry, you have to be drunk? Because, because to them, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was really deep, man. Oh, wait, that's the wrong drunk. I mean, no one's ever seen Leaving Las Vegas sober, so I guess I get the... <laughs> well, they'll see the lizards soon enough. <laughs> um, I am going to give this... Hmm. 
it really was nice straight. It was a little lacking wet, but that I'm not going to hold that against it because most things are a little lacking to me wet. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so juvenile. Um, <laughs> moving on. Hi, parents' wife. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I'm going to have to go with a three seven. I I'm not going higher only because while a delicious smokiness to it, it was kind. It was a great single note, but it was kind of a one trick pony. Um, and and it did have. It didn't quite blow my socks off, but I really enjoyed it. I uh, am not rating this as badly as you all maybe think I was going to. <laughs> this, is, this is still an above average scotch. I am just not enjoying this nearly as much as I was hoping I would, especially since I am usually the last to sample of, of the people at the table, and everybody else is so like, oh, I need new pants. And I'm like, <laughs> um, no, this is simply a decent scotch. I can't give it more than a 3-2. Um, well, you could. No, I really can't. Um, <laughs> your pen would make the numbers just I, fine. I, I'm afraid uh, it is physically enabled. Uh, it, it, it cannot write a lie. Um, no, I <laughs> I thought it was all right. Uh, I honestly like the base 12-year from the distillery better. Um, this was a little bit too astringent for me, um, even, <clears throat> even from the start, which apparently I'm the only one who got that. It, there, there, there was far more burn up front than I wanted. Uh, yeah, I just... I honestly liked it a little bit better wet. So, I, yeah, I just... Thereby proving your weak moral character. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we needed to wait for that. <laughs> I did go to Supercon, so... Oh. <laughs> I, say I, no more, say no more! I... I heard the stories. I had to see if they were true. Only kind of. <laughs> or, you know, maybe it's just me. Because, you know, I'm me. But, yeah, I... Yeah. This was really tasty, and I'm going to have to kill Perrin for the bottle. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to give it a four. You're wrong. I, <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I could drink this whole bottle tonight. <laughs> I hear you, man. <laughs> it might you, come you, you can't see it, but he's getting actually inappropriate with the bottle. <laughs> only, <laughs> only mildly. Only mildly. I've seen, I've seen far worse from Dave. Far, far worse from Dave. And he's not even drunk. <laughs> I would, I, I would say, four point two five. It's, it's one note. But it's my favorite note. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, people have said the same thing about the Call of the Twelve, and that it, it, what it does, it does, you know, pretty well. And, and that, that's why I like the Twelve no, so much. This, this, this is a note that I'm like, hmm, I've, I've heard it sung better. This, this, I remember you saying that that you really like an aggressive, assertive. Scotch that's more smoky and peaty. So I, I can do. see where this one was right in the wheelhouse. It's exactly what I wanted. Good. I wish you had said something two weeks ago because I I would have I would have made some changes. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's all right. We, we need to mix it up. So I'm glad I brought it because even not enjoying it as much as we did, 
you still enjoyed it more than an average Scott. Well, it, it, right. It, 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 well, it's still in my wheelhouse. Um, it is. It is better than average. It is better than what we had two weeks ago. Um, I am really interested to see what this one is going to do. Yeah, I I can't tell if I'm excited or scared. I'm mostly scared. <laughs> I'm waiting for the cap to come off. Because it's making <laughs> nifty sounds. Dave is trying really hard not to break the cork off in the bottle. <laughs> he succeeded, ladies and gentlemen. Which is good. It's been a while since you Wow, did that. it's water. Wow, that is <laughs> fucking clear. <laughs> so oh, it's, yeah. it's either water or vodka. This, <laughs> this scotch duh. <laughs> this is the palest scotch yeah. that I, I think we've I, ever I had. I believe, yes, that's exactly what I was about to say. I think this is... I mean, this is... It's damn near white. That's, that's the reason I was. I said water is yeah. because it, it was like, especially against the color of the shirt he's wearing, it looked like he was pouring water. <laughs> yeah. Now, before, before we get too far into this... Uh, Folks, you are drinking or listening to us drink. You guys are drinking. <laughs> the Lagavulin 8... Year limited Ooh. edition. So this yeah, is a special a run. Yeah, it's a special yeah. run for their uh, distillery's anniversary, I believe. It's two hundred year uh, yes. anniversary. Then how come it's not two hundred year old scotch? No sh- bastards. Because, because it would be like twenty thousand fucking dollars. Yeah, twenty thousand. No, probably two bottles. A hundred grand. Yeah. Yeah, two uh, bo- and they would have had two bottles. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the angels share would have been Angels would have been hammered. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like I said, before I want to get too far into this, I mean, we, we should keep to the usual and, and see if our guest has uh, anything more they'd like to say or if, or if we have any questions for our guest. And I'm actually <laughs> curious. Well, well, no, no, because to, to play off uh, uh, a little bit of what you said last time uh, when you were here two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so what spurred you to do a speculative fiction open mic? Where, 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 where did that... What was the impetus of that idea? Honestly, it was born out of the fact that I had spent ten years writing and performing speculative fiction for the stage and had almost no venues to, you know, develop them at. And suddenly realizing I was in a position where I could make this happen and maybe there will be other people like me who wanted to do this kind of shit. And it turned out there were a bunch of other people who wanted to do this kind of shit. Sort of a pent-up <laughs> demand. Because yeah. so I'd heard of poetry slams, but I'd never really seen any kind of, like, short story. I mean, I've seen writers for yeah. Speculative groups. fiction slam. <laughs> well, I mean, there's sto- there's story slams and storytelling open, but even then, they tend to be pretty, like, here's something terrible that happened to me in my childhood. You know, like, this is me therapy at your expense. Now, now it's, it's something that happened to me terrible in my childhood when the aliens took me. And isn't that so much better? <laughs> this is a revenge poem, Gary, for the poem that you wrote about me. And, and the parents are now going, oh, see, it wasn't us. <laughs> but, I, but I have had the comment as someone who's toured around the country a lot that I don't know that this would have worked in a lot of other communities than the Twin Cities. And that there is a weird overlap here between the arts community and the geek community. 
in a way that I don't see in a lot of other cities in go to. I, I the, only, the only other one I could maybe see working in is Portland because Portland is just weird. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't know if they're a weird geek. I mean, I've got well, a couple of geeky friends in Portland, but... Here, here's the other thing, though. Minneapolis has the second highest per capita theater seats right, in yeah, the country. Yeah. So, I mean, just... Well, the two things I imagine that do it are, one, just the sheer number of mm-hmm. seats and fringe. Yeah, I'm betting fringe, fringe enables here. enables uh, people to 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 be geeky in their theater, yeah. as opposed to if you have community theater and the big whatever the lo- whatever your city's big theater is. I can imagine that that just doesn't give you a lot of freedom to say, you know, I got this great idea for um, Klingon Christmas Carol, right? And Which actually originated in Chicago, I think. But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, to, to to let those who are not locals in on <laughs> what we're talking about here, Fringe is an unjuried festival of theater where anyone who has an idea of I want to do this thing for the fifty-five minute maximum uh, that that I can do can just submit the idea. It's a true ping pong ball lottery to see whether you get selected or not. There's a waiting list. And people have done some crazy ass shit. It dance, yeah. spoken word, uh, full full Shakespearean set piece, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all over the board. You name it, some a combination <laughs> of all of the above. Uh, <laughs> comedy, uh, audience participation, yeah, yeah. Um, Shakespearean it's, audience participation. It's an hour to do anything you can think of mm-hmm. and of an audience. And you and, and sometimes they are truly phenomenal shows. And sometimes, oh my God, are they bad? <laughs> and but and, and sometimes I can't tell which one. <laughs> and sometimes that's the best thing ever. Uh, but what, and it's it's also trying to get one of the hardest things I find in trying to explain this concept to to normies to outsiders <laughs> to muggles yeah. is the is 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 that. That is the appeal, is yeah. that you walk into a room and you have no idea if this is going to be brilliant or it's going to be shockingly terrible. Well, it's Russian roulette. It's exciting yeah. to it, not know if when you, you walk have, in. If you have experience with the Fringe and you know the, the names of the producers, you might have some idea what you're looking for. If you, but if you go later in the Fringe and you've read you some, some right. reviews. But I know what you mean, because I've gone to a few shows. Well, and I've even gone to a show where I, Jenny, my wife, and I afterwards yeah. were like, if it had been in a different venue... yeah. Because they, I can't remember the name. They were in, they were in one of the really big spaces, and they got like fourteen people. Yeah, and it killed it. Yeah. Whereas if it had been in one of the tiny spaces, yeah, it still would have been a small audience, but it would have been an yeah, intimate, yeah. you know. So it, it really, <laughs> it really is so amazingly like, did everything hit right or wrong or the yeah. just, and and there's nothing better to me like the whole like. The holy grail of fringing for me is being the one who discovers the thing no one else is talking about. It's being the guy who mm-hmm. stumbles into a theater you didn't know anything about the show, and you stumble into someone doing something amazing that mm-hmm. is so freaking cool. Now, and yes, you slog through a lot of shit <laughs> yeah, to get to that. Yeah. Is this diamond? <laughs> nope, piece of poo. Diamond! <laughs> Still poo. <laughs> and, well, and, and, and the great thing is, is the, is the community here has been so strong, and Fringe has been such a solid thing for a number of years that another group of people uh, and felt got involved last year. 
uh, possibly earlier than that, is that some people have said, let's narrow it down and let's just do horror. So there's also oh, a yeah. horror fest that happens in October here that is much like Fringe, but it's solely for horror at a single venue. Yeah. Um, and and you got to do a a, a reading there. I, so. I did. Yeah. So it's, it's a great uh, yeah the horror fest. October. Phenomenal. Fringeober. And I I love how ridiculously broad the definition of horror. Yeah. They use this. There are slapstick comedies in there with horror elements. There are dark brooding cerebral things there is splatter there is so much well think about think about think about movies yeah i mean <laughs> that's exactly it is is, is the horror fest has done a really good job now the horror fest is curated so, yeah. so it's a little bit different from fringe um but and I, well, I some fringes are curated right yes. ours is not <laughs> which is why i yeah we're talking local here um that uh i I've had the, the the pleasure of going the last couple of years. Uh, mostly, I started going because I have some friends who do a, a horror uh, podcast called Horror Show Hot Dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all of the co-hosts, save one, have been on the show at some point. Um, and so they... they Who's the one we're missing? Uh, Charlie, who lives in Austin. Uh, we'll get him. I promise. Um, <laughs> And I was just in Austin a month ago. And I'd like to get Chip on here at some point, too. Chip, if you're listening. Anyway. Um, if you're listening. <laughs> Actually, he might be one of the two. That they curate, uh, within the Horror Fest itself, a collection of horror short films. Um, so each of the five nights that they are doing their thing, it's five different short films, and it's it's different every night, mm-hmm. um, or five or six short films depending on, on time. Um, and so you know, I, I went to, to to see that, and then having gone, I, I generally just get those big you know passes because they're more cost effective, right? And I like going to the theater. So uh, this last year, I, I actually went to uh, to every show on, on both the Friday and Saturday nights. So I have a little medallion. That unfortunately got bent in the mail, but uh, I, I, I did the uh, what do they call, they call the Paul's it? thing? The Decathlon. Nice. Uh, so how was how was Paul's? It was a show. Uh, <laughs> He's probably listening. Yeah. Um, like if there's anybody, no. on, uh, well, Paul well, von Stetzel. Yes. Yeah. 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 That show was his last year. Uh, uh, he, he was involved with Severed. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, it was it was him and Timmy Rand. Um, I saw that show. Uh, the show itself was a great concept. I liked some of the actors they had in it. Um, uh, former guest of the show, Matt Kesson, was in that show. Uh, so, so we had three people involved with that show that have been on our show because that's how much our how incestuous this world is. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there were aspects that I felt worked. There were aspects that I felt didn't work. Um, I, I honestly, I think they'd be the first to agree on some of the stuff that didn't work. Um, it, it was a good show. I saw it twice, um, but admittedly, I had an all access pass, so um, some of it had more to do with scheduling. Technically, you're a slow learner, so <laughs> no, I, it, it, it was worth seeing twice. Some some of the aspects that I thought, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see this again. Some of those things like. That didn't necessarily strike my fancy. I'm gonna see. Are they really that? You know, mm-hmm. was and, it was it that time or was it the show? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it really was the time. Um, the, 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 the second time, I mean, I knew everything that was gonna happen. I still enjoy the show, and honestly, I think I enjoy the show more the second time. Paul so, had two shows running that weekend. Okay, Severed so, is the only one that I'm aware he was. Involved. No, no, no. The other one was not at the fest. Okay. So, but he yeah. was. So he was. 
like literally he was going back and yeah, forth. Yeah, Paul Paul yeah. was actually present for one of the two, but right. I mean, this is being very off topic now. But um <laughs> but no, so so uh what uh was there a specific myth? Because you, your story was basically a, a myth type telling. Um so was it which uh sorry, I was part of three shows at the Well specifically, <laughs> specifically I'm referring to um The Grey Man. The Grey and the Gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Uh, yeah, no, that was original. The, okay. Uh, everyone thought it was referencing a myth, which I am quite pleased with because that suggests that it was like you think. Yeah, it was big and deep enough that they thought it was referencing something else. You, 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 were, you were true to the form of how those stories tend to go. It hearkened. Yeah. I mean, I, I had to assume it was mostly original, but I, I didn't know if there was any if there was anything that you drew from for that story, or if it was whole cloth. There's bits of, it was just one of those bits and pieces of everything. A little bit of Mesoamerican, a little bit of Fijian, a little bit of, you know, bunch of stories I heard that I liked that I wanted to whip together into something I thought was a cool story. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, I, I very much enjoyed that show, so. It was, it was I, a, it was, the the thing that I liked the most it was it was a unique style in terms of how it was presented. So so, the the stage is a very big open stage, and so there were there were several readers positioned That's the exact throughout. Look that I have, um, <laughs> and each when they were speaking was lit, and otherwise they were dimmed, and and so it, yeah, yeah. And, and, and and there was makeup, Rants. and it, it was it was very good aesthetic. I liked it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but apparently they want to drink. So yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm starting to feel sober. <laughs> um, the nose is nice, but I'm really having trouble putting a, a, a nostril on. I'm I'm getting okay. So I've been smelling this for the better part of however much long they've been talking about fringe because I don't go. So, uh, it means nothing to me. I'm trying to get you interested, you bastard. Oh, yeah, maybe. I uh, probably not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Philip. I was trying. <laughs> so. I, I get a real nice peat on it, and then un, then there's some undertones of, and it's not like it's it's separate from the peat moss, but there's a rotting something that I can't quite figure out. It might be like a, a plum or maybe a rotting pear. And and you know what it is because Lagavulin is one of my favorite liquors, so I was excited about that, and it's. It's a little too sweet, is the word I'm looking for. There's something you, you said. Well, I think that would be the rotting. Yeah, like it's just past overripe and, and, yeah, and yeah, turned yeah. To, to, to rotting. But I'm, I'm, you know, maybe not for you. For me, that that's a dis- it's not, just to clarify for people mm-hmm. who are listening, just when we identify like a rotting fruit, it's not, oh my god, this smells like rot. Or horrible. <laughs> it's it's there's uh, a this I would say is a, I mean, is, maybe. Is a negative it, one it may, for me. Okay, for you it may be. It's also how do you describe uh, the smell? And sometimes it's a little overripe. Or usually, though, I will admit when it gets into it's rotting. That that has there's not too many pleasant rotting scents. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna call overripe moving into rotting. I, I'm getting a hit of banana. It's it's yes, it is totally rotting fucking banana. That is exactly what but, it is. But I'll, I'll, I'll say I'm, I'm mostly in repeat. I had to I had to dig since you. you, said you I, said would, <laughs> I, I would have I would not have gone as far as rotting. 
I would have said. It's mostly overripe to me. Overripe or strongly ripe, but I I can respect your 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 lines. I have I have eaten many rotting bananas in my life as a bachelor, and I would not. Aaron's making some face over there. I would not equate this. It's an impertinent little. <laughs> yeah, that, that punches you in the throat. <laughs> yeah. They're not wrong. That, uh, that tickles the taste buds. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Hi, bitch. I'm your scotch. <laughs> Bend over. It, it, it's got peat, and, and the, the banana doesn't feel, doesn't taste uh, rotting uh, on, the, on no. the, the body. But, but it's I, there. It's there. And I would, I would say that it's a ripe banana at that point. Woof. But man, that finish is yeah. that's mean. Raw. It's mean. It is. This is very clearly an eight year. They mm-hmm. they were looking to get rid of some stuff. And they're like, hey, we limited edition this. I don't people will fucking buy it. <laughs> uh, uh, well, see, I, I'm going to argue with you a little bit in that the, the the top of the palate and that top of the finish where it's just oh my god, woof. Once it settles down, the finish is the acceptable part of this. That that palate yeah. and the start of the finish is just brutal. But once it sits, it's a, it's a it's short, it's a bad. brief finish. It, that's it's for brief. Sure. You but know? yeah, I mean, it, it punches you in the throat, and it's like, all right, I'm done. You're you're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's a little bit of this. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm done with you, bitch. <laughs> One punch, you're down. I'm walking away. No, um, I I weirdly enough, I find this oddly pleasant. It, I don't disagree with anything anyone has said, but I'm finding it weirdly enjoyable. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> i got to try this. What's the percent? Reasonable. Cool. 48. Yeah. Mm. All right, I'm giving this the lightest touch first just because I'm curious. But I think I'm going to need to kind of hit this one heavy afterwards. Now, I'm not expecting there to be much nose since there wasn't a whole lot to be right. with. Uh, I failed. Uh, I, I, I did not glurg into the bottle, but I did hit it heavier than I wanted to, so we'll just we'll run with it. Water mm. definitely rubs it of its kick, and I am now drinking a banana. So <laughs> I, 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 like, I like bananas. I'm no longer looking forward to sipping this wet. Um, the nose wet. The nose, it goes straight yeah. to banana. <laughs> so far, I'm enjoying this. Uh, I'd I maybe favorably give it banana bread over banana, but you know, <laughs> it's not, I, I, I'm not a fan of either personally. So uh, that's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's pretty rough. If, it is. If, if, if I'm, if I'm going to drink a scotch that has a banana hint in it, I would rather have a Jura than a wasted Lagunul and let this age the other eight years. Oh, yeah, God, right? yeah no shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's 200 years. Do we have enough whiskey? To go around. No, no, we don't have enough. Well, and see, that's the sad thing. Yeah, is generally, there's a world whiskey shortage, and the fact that there's shortness with an eight year. Right. What is wrong? It explains the why the Lagavulin has gone up 10 bucks, 15 bucks since I started drinking it on a regular, which is disappointing because now it's a 15 to 18 dollar pour, or it's a 12 to 18 dollar pour in a bar. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's almost always 18 wherever it <laughs> is. So. That's my biggest disappointment with the Disney cruises. Shitty. <laughs> I just love that intro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shitty the Many disappointments you had with the Disney. Cruises. No, no. The greatest. <laughs> I, I love. I have gone on a number of Disney cruises. Oh, you love I, Disney. I love Disney cruises. The one 
reoccurring complaint I have is a shitty scotch selection. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even in their high-end cigar, the, I think it's the, I can't, it, it's a, like, the cigar lounge or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you would expect that's where you would have a more oh, in-depth sure. selection. Right. Yeah. And honestly, you, the, the idea that you can't, I mean, how much, how much do people drink in a single cruise? If they're not going to drink a lot, just take one goddamn bottle. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's basically like here's your cl- here's your typicals, and there's maybe one. It's got a Highland or a, a something. It's just it's pathetic. I'm like, really? That really? Yeah, I don't have any high end. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wanting to spend a ton of money, and I'm not. Excuse me, I'm not talking about like a. Uh, $50, um, uh, uh, pour, but I'm talking something interesting, something unusual. I mean, I, I would think that a Disney cruise, or that any cruise would have mid-level, like, $100 and under scotches. I mean, you should find at least one that's right, that's rocking right around 100 bucks on, on a cruise. I mean, I've never been, so, but I... I would be very disappointed in, in any cruise ship that's not rocking at least uh, a dozen different uh, expressions. So, at least, whiskey, at least whiskey two or everywhere, three. nor any drop to drink? Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, the, um, it, it's, it's their biggest, biggest failing, in my opinion. Write them strongly worded letters. I should. <laughs> I mean... I mean, it might actually be successful, like, hey... You know, try it out. Watch your watch your bar get empty, or don't, and just you know keep a couple bottles of some decent stuff around for people who actually give a shit. Yeah, but their bar won't get empty. I mean, that's the whole issue, right? I mean, you're assuming an audience of discerning taste that's going to descend upon them and demand. I'm just saying there will be a couple people in any thousand-person cruise. A statistically significant percentage of people, because that's all that really matters from their point of view. As uh, <laughs> I'm not saying I, no, I, I'm but, agreeing with but you. I'm agreeing with you. But there's point. something about <laughs> not necessarily dealing to the lowest common denominator. Yeah, yeah. That you know, if you're doing, yeah, if you've got somebody who's, who's paying a couple thousand dollars for a cruise. They're probably willing to shell out a, a good chunk of change yeah. for a decent gram of scotch, especially if a there's a cigar, if there's a cigar lounge. Uh-huh. Scotch and cigars is a real goddamn thing. Yeah, like yeah. that's where you would do it. Aaron. They have now. There may be. I'm, I'm. This may not be. There may be another set in the cigar lounge, but this is their standard: Glenfiddich, Glenmorangie, mm-hmm. Macallan Select Oak. Macallan Whiskey Makers Edition and Macallan Estate Reserve. That's it. That's five. Yeah, and the high-priced one, the Estate Reserve. I've there had, wasn't a single peated one there. No, I am fond of Glenfiddich. Yeah, but the uh, <laughs> well, and, and just to give you an idea of what they must be, because they don't list the ages, the the pours are seven twenty-five, eight twenty-five, seven twenty-five, ten fifty, and fifty-nine dollars. And fifty-nine is the estate is the one reserve. And, and I'm sorry. I mean, not that I hate the estate reserve, but we—I think we've had it. No, no, not here. <laughs> no, 
A $59 pour is a, a bottle that is outside of our price range. A $600 bottle. Probably, actually, probably closer really? to 9 by now. Hmm. It's just unfortunate because you would expect there to be... Um, oh, I ain't reading that. <laughs> Too much? Good God. Yeah, as I said, I ain't reading that. What? I don't know that I could. <laughs> now, I will say, they had a whiskey, a scotch tasting, which was enjoyable because they did a couple Irish, uh, Johnny Walker, and a, and a single malt. So, I mean, we had five different scotches in the tasting, and yeah, they weren't just single malts, but it was still, like, really, that's the best we have? <laughs> you know, um, it's just something where, where as as you said and as I would completely agree it doesn't take that much if you run out you run out <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that right so if every if you're like well we'll put you try it three, once three if, bottles if out. three bottles of yes you have to print a menu or post it or something whoop-de-doo you take three bottles of seven different right here too seven different things so, Disney executives, please take note. That yeah, all we the listening ones are all confident that we can run this business in a more economically efficient way. I'm not saying it's economically efficient. I'm just saying get some goddamn high end scotch. Because, yeah. <clears throat> we journeyed through the village of Lagoon. You were asking for this. I was the asking. The mill in the valley. And no prettier or more romantic spot could have been chosen for a distillery. <laughs> we tasted some eight years old before starting, which was exceptionally <laughs> fine. Alfred Bernard. <laughs> exceptionally fine was how illustrious whiskey chronicler Alfred Bernard described the Lagavulin eight-year-old expression he sampled during an 1886 visit to the distillery. In homage to Lagavulin's timeless ability to produce exceptional malts, and in celebration of the distillery's 200th anniversary, this is a reinterpretation of the eight-year-old from Barnard's era, available for one year only. <laughs> the nose is immediately soft, with clean, fresh notes partnering faint hints of milk, chocolates, <laughs> and lemon. <laughs> then develops fragrance, tea-scented smoke, alongside nose-drying maritime aromas with subtle cereal. The palate is light in texture with a magnificently full-on lagavulin taste that's even bigger than you may expect. <laughs> Sweet, smoky, and warming with a growing pungency, <coughs> then dry with more smoke. The finish is lovely, clean, very long, and smoky. 
This is a polished and exquisitely crafted celebration of lagavulin with smoky, clean aromas and a mighty taste. Made to mark our bicentenary. It's a Jamaican here. It's a whiskey to celebrate in every sense. So in other words... No, 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 I have the correct statement. It's huge... It's, it's, it's terrific. It's, it's absolutely the best. <laughs> now, we, that, uh, that's what I think about We that. realized that <laughs> it was lacking on the scotch end. <coughs> but if we pump up the bullshit... <laughs> <laughs> so, so your options as an editor... Exceptionally <laughs> fine! Long finish. <laughs> what do they define as short? You, you can either take that monologue and dramatically speed it up, or you can take that monologue and dramatically slow it down. <laughs> wow. What were the parts that I loved the most about this? This was, this was amazing. This is classic court dorkery. Oh my god. I mean, in every sense. I... I did. I liked the scotch. I think better than than some people <coughs> might have. We'll see. I'm not saying I loved it, but there were elements of it that I enjoyed. Mm. But oh my god! If if only I could drink what was described on that box. <laughs> <laughs> Magnificently full on lagavulin, <laughs> growing pungency, very long. <laughs> Mighty taste. You know, when somebody <laughs> describes a very sense. when somebody tells me they've got something that's very long and pungent, I don't think of it as something I want to consume. Yeah, I, I, we, yeah. we got the greatest smoky. There's a big smoky. It's the greatest smoky. That's absolutely terrific. I'm, I'm dead serious about the Jamaican. The finish uh, was a yaman. The finish was a yaman. Huge. Man. That was that was some classic cork dorkery. Uh, I, I'm gonna start and I'm gonna set the bar low, because uh, honestly, I'm trying to decide whether or not I like this more than the Deveron because that's where I'm putting it. It's right down there. Oh, man, it um, is. I know I like the Loch Lomond more. Oh, jeez. <laughs> honestly, I like Loch Lomond. I'm trying. Not to hold the fact that it's a logging woman against it because that's that's part of my problem, right? Because if I hold if I hold the yeah, fact I, I had such I, if I hold I the fact so that it's a logging woman against it, it's a straight two. Mm-hmm. If I don't hold the fact that it's a logging woman against it, I think it's still a straight two. No, I I, I think if it weren't for the fact that it's a logging woman, I would give it a two two. But because it's a logging woman, I want to give it a two. But yeah, I split your difference. No, no I'm going to give it the 2-2. Two, two. Uh, avoid. That is my recommendation. Get the real Lagavulin. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, well, I'll wait till we're done. Uh, almost <laughs> as much as the regular. Jesus. Eh. Yeah, fuck this. Limited run. I mean, that, that's... <laughs> we, we knew we couldn't get enough <laughs> suckers to drink it if it was easy. So we made a limited run in hopes we'll make our investment back. <laughs> Um, what did I we, give? Need to, we need to build a couple new stills. Classic copper. <laughs> um, what did I give last week to the? You gave a two two to the Deveron. You gave a two seven five to the Lock Lomond. I'm gonna go two three five. 
I'm feeling like the Lot Loman got underrated. I yeah. <laughs> um I I liked it better, but I still wouldn't buy it. Mm. I still would have I I uh, I would drink it out of politeness. Yeah. <laughs> Not out of desire. You had a dying cancerous child across from you, demanding that you drink. Yeah, you would deign. Your friend, your friend comes up and says, "I have this wonderful scotch. I really like you to have some." And you try it, and you don't want to go. Oh my God, you have no taste. On the floor. But you'd be like, "Why do you hate me?" But you'd be like, "Oh, I thought we were friends." Thanks. Hmm. Here, Interesting. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to drink all your scotch, <laughs> which is code for oh Jesus, <laughs> you unconscious swine. <laughs> Try mine. It actually tastes good. Right. The French make better scotch than you. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> the Welsh. No, that ain't true. Yeah. That's that why, is not. That's why I didn't true. say that. The brand I like. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> The um, the Swedes. Actually, I like the Mike My- the Mike Myron more too. So yeah, but it wasn't awesome. Mm, no, it was. I rated it was alright. I was I rated it average or better. I, I this what, was it, what am I thinking? Oh, Canadian. The Canadian was. Glen Breton was not that impressive. No, that, that, that's true. Yeah, I still want to try the Glen Breton ice. Yeah, I know you do. I, I know. Well, I'm that's still pro- I'm still probably you taking a trip to Calgary. So. You know, one day I'm going to get an empty bottle of that. And walk in. Oh no no! Aowen's already done that to me. And so no, and just walk in, going nothing. No, oh, I won't believe I'm, you. I'm sorry. I'll Aowen's do it after my trip to Canada. Take a picture, a, a selfie of, and, and make sure, like a, make a, sure a, that a, 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 a live stream it on Facebook and well, tag him. And make sure that it, it, it is only a two fifty mil, so you could totally. <laughs> <take> <laughs> yeah. Well, just make sure that he can see the the stream of liquid as you're like. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'll make that happen. Uh, <laughs> Can you feel yeah. the love tonight? So, uh, this is, it's really one note. It's, mm-hmm. and it's not a good note. <laughs> I, Discordant. I, I would very much grab a bottle of the Lagavulin 6. Obviously, I would grab a bottle of the Lagavulin 6. I'd grab a bottle of just about anything else uh, instead of this. This was... I would drink it if somebody handed it to me. I, I wouldn't hate them, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, yeah, all right, I'll totally drink this all night long. I would move quickly to something else and find somebody else at the con with better booze. You have conjured an incredibly detailed scenario around how you receive this like oh this <laughs> yeah. I, it's I, called being ready I, I would say that this is <sighs> terrible um, I mean it's not it's not the worst thing it is it's definitely drinkable but uh, I expect a lot more from Lagavul and, and despite the fact this is the third expression of theirs that I've had and I still like their base 16 the best. Their distiller's edition was terrible. This was terrible. Uh, I'm going to go at 2-5. I didn't like, like their Burning Ass Flambe generous <laughs> edition either. That's probably better. <laughs> I would go with, uh, I'll be the high end and say 3.2. 
Which is the, I did not love it, but if I did not know what it was and you just handed it to me, I would say, eh, a little better than average. Oh, see, I think I could pick it out. Yeah. I think I could be like, is this a Lagavulin? Oh, yeah, it's not a Lagavulin. <laughs> yeah. It's just a very, very <coughs> sad clown Lagavulin. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, knowing it's a Lagavulin, I'm inclined to rate it lower. You want to get the mm. distillery but go, I'm trying to do. were you just not trying? Were <laughs> yeah. you, you like, fuck it, I have to put, they want me to put something out. I got nothing. Um, <laughs> what, 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 what I think of, oh! What if that eight? <laughs> what I think it boiled down to is 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 the distillery was 180 years old, and they didn't plan ahead. Oh yeah. And then the distillery was uh, 190 was, years if old. This was a 20. And they didn't plan ahead. <laughs> and they're like, "Well, shit, it's 200 years old. What do we got? We've got some eight-year bottling." <laughs> yeah. Either that's... either that, or they're like, "Well, we." We set aside some amazing scotch so it would be like twenty years old. And we kept it in that 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 uh, that that building over there. Wait, and somebody's like the the building over there. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> I I I gotta go. <laughs> um. Yeah, that yeah, was... there was something that they just something that they failed on. And this was this was yeah. not a successful. You know, someday, I mean, I know I'm going back to Scotland at some point when my <laughs> daughter's old enough to not. When my daughter's old enough to enjoy it. And my daughter's old enough to stay at home by herself. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I mean, we, there's no point in taking a, a five-year-old. She would enjoy. She'd love parts of it. Yeah. But the flight over and some of the other parts would be pretty, pretty grim. I'm, we're figuring another like four years or something. She'll be like, "Ooh, Scotland castles stories," yeah. and I'll be like, "Ooh, Scotch." <laughs> um, I, I will go on a distillery tour. And I will, I, whether it's one that I actually have had one of their bad scotches, and I'm just going to be like, so sometimes do you regret a, an addition? <laughs> I mean, I love your scotch, assuming it's one I like. Um, but occasionally... What were you thinking when you bottled this crap? You've got you to occasionally just be like, wow, that wasn't what I really thought it was going to be. <laughs> do you... Do you do you like say that privately, or do you do you really believe all your scotch is as good as the as the bottle says? And I'm I'm curious as to whether they look around. Who's gonna lie and who's gonna tell you the truth? They look around and go, "Oh yeah, that that Bernie was drunk when he said this was the best." <laughs> or are they like, "No, everything is perfect." <laughs> the, the best part of that story is that Bernie is always Bernie Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> 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 who knew he also was a master distiller who occasionally was drunk well I think the answer is well that, that additionally bottled and only sent to America yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we would not drink that shit <laughs> let me tell you there American fella this is this is for you and Trump <laughs> oh man I'm just now picturing the new Scotch edition, oh, man. Trump, <laughs> and you drink it, and you're like, "Oh, this is horrible!" <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck you, America. <laughs> Have some Scotch. <laughs> On that note, we should probably <laughs> toast our way out of here. So uh, I don't know. We 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 made him do the last one. We make him do a second one. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I'm happy to do a second one. So last time I toasted. Our uncertain future. 
And now that we've experienced it, and I know how terrible the last two weeks of our lives turned out to be, uh-huh. I say, to our glorious past. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>